Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 182. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here to bring you yet another weekly episode and only a few weeks now, Stephanie, until the return of Lost. How about that? That's so good. I am very... Cannot wait. Very eager for Lost to return. And things are shaping up for our Lost Season 5 premiere party. Yeah. Only a few spots open. If anybody's still interested, you can, uh, of course, email me. Feedback at gspn.tv. We'll show you how to get registered. Uh, We have folks coming from Texas, from New York City. Chef Mark just confirmed today and even has his... uh, Confirm. I love uh, that he forwarded us his flight confirmation. I know. I thought I was, that was. I got a giggle. That is very cool because he had some other engagements and he actually he uh, worked it out to where he could actually, instead of going to DC, is going to be with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just I, I, looking at the folks who are already coming, who are already signed up. I this is going to be a fun night. It is. And and uh, I guess it's going to turn out to be more than just a fun night. Obviously. Uh, we're going to be having dinner before yes. the the big Lost event. So excited. Then we are going to have, of course, uh, uh, just a terrific time just hanging out together and uh, w- taking part in in the uh, finale or the premiere of season five. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, the next morning we're going to go out for breakfast. And it seems like some folks are staying. It looked, I looked at his itinerary. It looks like he's staying a couple of days. Several folks are staying for several days. So it, yeah. it, it seems like there must be some kind of GSPN Palooza or something going <laughs> something on. Something like that. Uh, but I, from what I understand, only you're invited to the extra days. I, yeah. I haven't heard anything about me being invited along. No, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. You deserve it. So anyway, we're we're excited for that. Now, Stephanie and I here tonight, we have just finished watching Season four's DVDs bonus feature, disc number five. Yes. Well, let's see. It's disc five. It's disc five of the set, but it's the first bonus features disc. There are two bonus feature discs. There are. Which is five and six. Yes. And the first of which, which is five. Correct. (laughs) Which is the one that we just watched. Four, eight, 15, 16. Whatever. Yeah. They should number them that way. (laughs) They should. They should. Anyway. So anyway, um, we have taken some notes to kind of discuss and share our initial reaction after watching season five's DVD set. Now, here's the deal. If you if you have plans on getting the DVD set and you don't want to be spoiled about anything that's in them, then you probably shouldn't listen to this podcast. Not right now. Exactly. Yeah, this you episode. Should save it. Yeah. Listen to it after you've seen all the the features. But if, if you just want to hear and you've been eager to hear something from uh, the TV show Lost and and it doesn't matter what the content is. Well, here we are to discuss our initial right. reactions. Now, to it took us about two and a half hours. Is that that long? Between two and two and a half hours. Wow, there's a lot of content there. To view there. the entire, yeah, to view the entire disc. 
Yeah. So we'll start off with what we started off with, which was the on-location stuff. Yes. Explain what an on-location is, Steph. On-location is taking you through a scene with, you know, the stunt doubles and just all the... If I'm not mistaken, many of them were action... Many of them were action shots and, and just how they how they piece together a scene to end up being what you see on TV. Exactly. And of course, uh, we'll run do- through and tell you what yeah. scenes uh, they did on location or shared the on location behind the scenes kind of footage. The first one was called uh, from the episode uh, The Beginning of the End, which was the first season of season four. First episode of season four. Okay. <laughs> I'll get it all right here. That's fine. And it's all about papayas. Every that they called that the papaya day. It was their first day back. It was their first day back on set. Um, their first day of filming, and it's where Hurley drives his car through the through the papaya. Um, um, what's it? Display. Yeah. In the in the police chase, exactly, and he's being poli- um, chased by the police. What I loved is that we were watching, you know, how they were doing it, and then, of course, it was a stunt driver who drove the car, and they were talking about how, you know, um, with a lot of these scenes, you can only do them once because you only have one car, you right. know, and and you have to get it right the first time. But I loved how we watched the first half of the clip. And then Hurley shows up and he's like, yeah, I just got here because the beginning, you know, because this morning was the stunt and um, I have no idea what's going on, you know, and then he just shows up and does his part. Exactly. So, so so he went, he wasn't there for the big, huge uh, filming of the the crash sequence. However, what I, you know, they say you only get one chance to do it right. And that was a lot of papayas, by the way. Well, and they actually shot the papaya scene twice. That's what Um, I was going to say. They did it the first time. And it, it was it was on a different shot when they actually said you can only do it one time that um, he drove the car up a ramp. Mm-hmm. And do you remember mm-hmm. when he drove through the mirrors? Yes. Um, so but the papaya scene they shot twice and because the first time I guess the papayas were too firm and they didn't get the it, effect that they wanted. He wanted a juicy explosion. Uh, he wanted when smoothies. I say he, exactly. You mean Jack Bender. Jack Bender. Exactly. Yes. All right, so next up we had Confirmed Dead. This mm-hmm. is uh, where Charlotte's first appearance uh, on the island, and it's uh, her hanging upside down from a tree for, in, right. with her parachute. And how that was shot in a parking lot. In front of a blue screen. In front of a blue screen. And um, I really liked that because she really wanted to do her own stunt. Mm-hmm. And then even later, when they had to actually go on location and hang from the tree and fall into the water. Mm-hmm. She wanted to do that herself also, but it just didn't work out. And so they ended up using a stunt right. um, woman. But I, I really like this. She's like, I want to do it myself. I want I want to experience it. So I admire that in her. Yeah. The Let's see here. So that, that one was a pretty interesting. Then we had the constant. Now, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah. This is the constant. It kind of showed how they had to take camera angles to kind of do that blending right. from yes. the present right. tense Desmond flashing all the way back to, you know, Desmond in the back in, in the, the past. Military. And I love the, the scene 
where um, he's on the boat and and the camera is coming around him and then it flashes to when he's in the military and it's the same, you know, and so they explained that and how they made that happen and it worked perfectly. It did. It did. And, and what's really cool is we see, we saw the end result and we know exactly, you know, what the, what the outcome of that is. Although, you know, was it Jack Bender that was directing that yeah. scene? Yeah. So Jack Bender is like, this is exactly how it's going to be. And he had it pictured in his mind exactly mm-hmm. how it was going to look when it was done. Of course, it wasn't done yet. Right. But yet he, he, he explained he it, had, it in yeah. such a way. It's like, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he pulled off. And uh, just really neat stuff. Um, the other neat thing I liked about the uh, the constant was, of course, anytime I, I like seeing the special effects yes. being added in later right. and stuff. And, and, and the, I remember seeing this like for star Wars where they did the whole, um, speeder, uh, chase scene, mm-hmm. uh, for when, uh, Anakin or not Anakin. What? Yeah. Anakin, where he was, you know, chasing after the bounty hunter Yeah, and how that was all done in front of a green screen and, and they're, you know, ducking right. things and stuff like that. Well, they had something similar here with the helicopter scene in front of a green screen. And then, of course, they do some swipes where it shows you what it looks like with the green screen. And what it what the finished product looked like. Exactly. So I like that. Um, one of my favorite parts of the showing us the helicopter in the green screen was the guy in the back of the helicopter, like outside in the back, shaking the fin. And that that's what was... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was shaking it, and that's what was making the turbulence, you know. So, anyway, that was cool. What what I noticed in all of these flat, or all of these on locations is just how many of these g- big, gigantic fans are used all the yes. time. Yes, I absolutely. mean, for everything. On, um, the other thing on the constant was, um... I think it was, I think it was Jack Bender who was, who was just talking about, um, Henry... Ian Cusick, who just is a fabulous actor. And, um, but in the last scene of the constant, when he's on the phone with Penny, mm-hmm. how the actor can just so understand what that scene is supposed to be and just go there emotionally mm-hmm. because that came off brilliantly. I remember we watched the constant in Florida. We were in Florida for Robert's wedding. Oh, I remember yeah. sitting in the hotel just amazed at at the amount of emotion that was p- portrayed in that in that final scene that's right and and i like how he says you know many actors might try to overplay See, now that, that now that is moving mm-hmm. when i can remember where i was and how it made me feel in yeah, that moment no doubt you know no doubt. so all right so the next scene was the other woman which to be honest with you this is the fight scene between juliet and and uh charlotte uh i wasn't really particularly interested in this scene although i i did you know what i did like in this scene i mean i think the act i think the actors uh actresses whatever you call them these days uh, uh <laughs> juliet and charlotte I, I i think that they they're great but i i personally didn't buy the scene where they're fighting like that i mean it just it was a little bit much but i what i found compelling about this um on location clip was the stunt woman yes. the, the stunt double women and i really enjoyed watching them yeah 
And, and as I sit there and watch this, like, man, I wish these women would get more credit than they do, you Absolutely, know, and, and right. stuff, because they really pulled it off. And I love how they said, you know, what, what I like is because we, we come and we really show that these are, you know, that these women are really strong and bad and, right. and everything. And they, they really enjoyed making the actresses look totally awesome. Absolutely. And it's like, that takes a lot to be able to, to go there and put all your effort in there. And technically somebody, somebody else, else is, is getting, getting all the right. credit for all of that. Well, and the other thing that I liked about that, because that, that clip in the DVD really did shine. Um, really was all about the stunt and, and the people who make it. I mean, you're talking about the stunt women um, who helped it, but it's also a lot about the stunt choreographer. Oh yeah. Every move they make is, is choreographed. And, um, and I really liked him talking about how you have to know the actor and actresses that you're working with. You have to know what they're able to do physically. And that, that really is a lot of what helps make is what is what helped make the scene. Right. But um, I found the fight scene much more believable than um, Faraday standing there typing as fast as he was with those big black gloves on. Yeah. There's no way that, you know, you can't even type with kitchen gloves on, let alone those big rubber mitts he had on. So. Yeah, no doubt. Now, one thing, one other thing is that I found it interesting to find out that so much of that scene, the fight scene, is like scripted out. Absolutely. Talking about, you know, okay, in this scene, we see this, 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 and then the gun get, you well, know, is they say knocked it was out like of her hand. Two pages of script for that 25 second, you know, scene that we see in the finished, exactly. in the finished episode. I thought that was amazing. That was cool. All right. So, uh, next up, the uh, clip Meet from uh, Meet Kevin Johnson. This one is the first of the on-set, on-locations, and I think there are only three or four, where we actually see Damon and Carlton yeah. uh, show up and give their thoughts. And, of course, this one was talking about you know the fact that they've always known that they were going to bring Michael back to the show, and uh, this is actually giving us the, you know, the story behind uh, the return of Michael. And it was neat to see Naomi again. Yes. Because at this point, Naomi is dead. Right. And so, and I liked what she said, the actress that played uh, Naomi, she says, it was kind of neat because I got to see how I got there. I I liked that. She's like, this is kind of filling in the blanks for me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Also, it reminded me, and I had forgotten about this, but it it reminded me that Libby showed up twice in this episode. Yes, she did. Uh, And it kind of made me think, why didn't Anna Lucia show up? Although I'm glad that she didn't. I think he's more haunted. I think he's more haunted that he killed Libby than yeah. Than because Anna Lulu kind of just she was not that great anyway. We'll just move on. <laughs> just kidding. Although uh, we won't talk about any spoilers, but I think we anyway. I'll just stop there. Okay. Anyway, um, so the next one we we move into um, the shape of things to come. Uh huh. Which was um, that outrageous outrageous action sequence in um in the other's village where Sawyer miraculously survives without a scratch on him the mo the, as by running far through open you know being by shot far, out through open. the most unbelievable scene of lost in all seasons yeah. put together absolutely i don't think they'll be able to come up with a more unbelievable scene but i did like watching I how mean, i mean it was it's a it's again it's one of those things where it's absolutely choreographed 
every step that they take. Yeah. And, and and I think it was choreographed well. It was just oh yeah, it was it's just, just unbelievable. It was just too unbelievable, mm-hmm. uh, especially with the, the fact that the, you know Kimi's men being the trained men that they are, and missing, yeah, and, I don't and, buy it. Well, not just missing <laughs> once, but missing like eight thousand times. I mean, how many rounds of right. ammo was lost on trying to get Sawyer? And they couldn't do it with all the sophisticated weaponry they have. I did like um, hearing Josh Holloway talked about how, you know, he comes out and he asks the, the red shirt if he's seen Claire and then he gets shot immediately. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yep. And so he, um, Josh Holloway was talking about how um, that that stunt blood or, you know, whatever, that makeup blood, whatever they use, he used a name for it, but I don't recall what it is right now. Um how he knew that was going to spray all over him. Mm-hmm. So he intentionally looked away from the camera and closed his eyes during that scene, but he forgot to close his mouth, so it all went in his mouth. Exactly. So he knows now. Exactly. All right, so um, this was also the scene, you know, where there was the big explosion and Claire supposedly uh, survives inside this building. Yeah, I don't think she was in it. I think she was. Was she? I mean... Yeah. Because I was thinking, but I mean... You saw the explosion. There's no way. There's no way she would have survived it. So couldn't but he she have was been running in like toward, the no, backyard? He, he was running toward that building as he if was. she were in it. But what if she was in the backyard? Yeah. I don't know. <coughs> but anyway, I, I don't know. Of course, there are some, some people who actually believe that Claire actually did die in that. But that doesn't explain Aaron still being around. Excuse me. Well, Aaron was with Hurley. Aaron was not with Hurley in that scene, was he? Yeah. Was, was he? Yeah. Oh, well, Hurley then forget and what I just Sawyer, said. There. Hurley and Sawyer and Ben and John had the baby you're in the right. house with them. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, that's also when when we see Kimi kill Alex. Yeah, that. Yeah, they showed and that. They really talked about how that played on Ben, and that's really the um, the line that is drawn. And so now he has. She was like she was his constant. She's the one thing that's holding him grounded. And now that now that she's gone, he really can. Yeah, there's not there's be a monster. There's nothing. There's nothing else there for right. him now. So uh, the next episode that they kind of gave us a little on location for was Cabin Fever, and Cabin Fever. this one pretty much centered around makeup artistry for for uh, the doctor. Remember from the freighter, the doctor. Who got his throat cut. And washed up on the island. His stunt yeah. double. Before he was dead. <laughs> his stunt double looked like a twin brother. They looked so much alike. It was amazing. It, was, it really I, was. I wouldn't have been able to tell either no. one of them apart from each other. No. So uh, that was pretty cool. And of course, you wanted to say something about the uh, well, tattoo. Well, I loved about the um, the guy who was in charge of makeup. And I should have jot, jotted down his name, but I forgot to. Anyway, he talked about how a lot of times when they have to put a wound on Mm -hmm. and then we'll have to again put it on a, you know, on a stunt double or or, uh, reapply it so that he'll make those um, those those fake tattoos so that they're they're correct for continuity reasons. Right. Anyway, I just thought that was cool. That is cool. So what's next, Steph? Next is um, There's No Place Like Home Part 2. All right. What do we and, see in this one? Um, I like that we we start off this, this clip with Jack Bender saying they started filming this without a script. So really, they are just, they know... Um, they know like what is supposed to be happening, but they don't have a script 
to so they were really just flying by the seat of their pants for a while. Yeah, um, waiting on the script, which and is then, kind of uh, funny. I mean, how do you, it is kind of funny. Although I think what it, they're starting the filming of that episode of that episode without right. the script. I think they the scene that they were filming was scripted, but but they didn't have the it's the, probably like how the it fits end in. of right. It um, seemed to me like what they were doing is they were actually filming a scene for part two before part one was shot yet. Does that make sense? Yes. Because That's the way there's I a, felt there's about a part, it. There's a part with, there's a part with Hurley um, where, um, where Jorge Garcia says that there's an interview with him that says he's standing on the freighter. They're filming on the freighter by the helicopter. And he's like, I have no idea how I got here yet. You know, yep. that part of the story had not been filled in for them yet. Exactly. So, so that's, that's where I kind of got that. Is, and is then that- they cut to, um, to Damon and Carlton and they were talking about how they had these diagrams as to, uh, you know, breaking the people down into groups. And you had, um, you had Hurley over here and you had, you know, Kate and Jack here. And then just, how they were all in different places on the island and getting them all to the freighter to be the Oceanic Six. So it was really cool just, you know, how they, and they showed us a clip of how they had, you know, of their, of their diagram and their whiteboards. I love the whiteboards. <laughs> they use whiteboards, which I think we already knew. Yeah. They, they talk about those often, but, um, and so a quote from Damon at the end of this, of this clip oh yeah is that it's not so much where is the island as when is the island yeah because on lost anything goes that's right and so here here's my prediction and and i think that uh if stephanie you weren't here so you you and i'm sure you haven't listened to it but uh i had daryl darnell <laughs> join me for one brief, right? uh, very short episode of the weekly lost podcast and uh, he kind of talked about the fact that he thinks that maybe uh, in some of the pr- the um, previews or f- promos for season five have shown, you know, some some different little bits and pieces here and there. And one of the bits he thought he saw was where somebody comes out in a radiation shoot suit ki- kind of reminded him of when um, who was who was the guy that was with Desmond? Um, oh yeah. What was his I don't, name? I don't Do you really, remember. No, but uh, I probably Kelvin. was. Yes. It was Kelvin. And uh anyway, he uh what Daryl believed was that in fact they I they might actually send the island back in time and we'll actually get to see Redzinski. Now okay. he, here's here's something interesting to note, okay? I'm gonna back up here and I'm gonna go back to the notes in the forum over at gspn.tv slash forum, by the way. And I see that Daryl mentioned, you know, how last episode, episode, what is that, 181 Mm -hmm. that we did of the Weekly Lost podcast, we played the little video from Damon and Carlton. Well, the the password to get into dharmaspecialaccess.com or whatever, the password was Y-K-S-N-I-Z-D-A-R. If really? you read that backwards, it's Redzinski. Okay. Uh-huh. Nice. See? Okay. So anyway, um, I really believe that uh, we're going to see the island going back in time. 
and uh, I agree and, with and you. seeing seeing some seeing how that unfolds. And of course, with that video, they were talking about paradoxes they were. and avo- how to avoid the paradox. Which, of course, paradoxes meaning you know going back and changing things in time mm-hmm. and all. Yeah, I'm totally geeked out about the fact that they're bringing <laughs> so much sci-fi yep. into this show. And it's been something I've always said from day one of Lost. It's like, this is what drew me in, and this is what I want to continue to see. You know, I, I don't mind the relationship stuff, but give me more of the this kind of well, uh, sci-fi they've stuff. they've also done a fantastic job of making the two go hand in hand. They have. They have. All right, so let's see I here. really liked the next the next section that we watched. It was um, the island back lot lost in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And this was so much fun because they really showed you how everything is shot in Hawaii and how they go about creating, you know, Iraq and, um, and Berlin and all the different places that they have in the world that they have been all are happening in Hawaii with, with the exception of four scenes with the exception of four scenes correct exactly now what i really like is that but no- four scenes in four seasons i mean yeah, yeah. come on no seriously yeah. it, it's extremely impressive in fact um what i think is even more amazing is that they're usually doing this on a two week uh, time yeah, scale. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like listen, it's crunch time. You get they two weeks us, to do this. They really showed us from start to finish how they built Iraq, Iraq, which was awesome, which was so cool. And then um, they the, showed the the orchid station. They built that in two weeks in from, the middle of the jungle nothing. from nothing, and how um, they really used they really used the jungle as part of the the building of the structure because instead of tearing it down they built around it and so it really was awesome to watch it was very it really cool was. and you want to talk about the cathedral the cathedral was cool because in in a, was it oahu or i can't remember where it was now but anywhere it's all in oahu isn't it okay yeah. i i'm geographically challenged yeah. and ryan and jen if you happen to be listening i'm sorry but uh <laughs> it's all on the island of oahu just okay. in different sections maybe it was of in it, honolulu which, which is, is a city okay on the island. there we go so anyway there, but there's this cathedral there mm-hmm. or this church or whatever and they showed how many different angles they had they've used to make that yes many different places like we've seen it with um when Desmond goes back and meets with Faraday. Yes. We saw it um, really early on. With It's the first time we meet Charlie. Yes. He's with his brother. Um, where else? Uh, it, was the, it, was, it was the monastery for Desmond. Yes, it was the monastery for Mr. Desmond. Mr. Echo went to England. Yes, it's it's been... So it really is cool. They're using this one piece of... Um, I forget the word I was going to use. Anyway, this one structure to... To use it as many different things. Exactly. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful building. Yeah. So the next scene or the next uh, special feature. (laughs) This was just fun. Was the right to bear arms. Yeah, that was just fun. So there's this guy, Greg Nations in LA, who knows, who has kept track of. These guns that, yeah. you know, from, from the first appearance with the, with the um, U.S. Marshal mm-hmm. and how that gun got handed off, you know, how it got taken by Sawyer and it got taken by Kate and just knows everything. And then, so now, um, they even made, they even made, you know, a comment about how 
after they started taking guns from the others, now everybody has guns. Yeah. It's just not really. But that was a fun scene. That is a fun scene. And in fact, if you if you get the DVD set, you definitely don't want to miss that one. Yeah, it was just fun. It was just a lot of fun. I mean, I, I didn't... It, I'll tell you what, from this point forward, when I see guns on the island, I think of them differently because of, right. of this We're going to think of Greg back there documenting that. And well, I think he's like, given up now. Well, no. And well, I think you're right. But there was also a guy who was on the island. Um, I guess he's in charge of the props or something who will um, every now and then call him and say, hey, so and so has this type of gun. You know, or um, in this script, so and so has a gun, and it's going to be vital to the next five. Yeah, you know, scripts. So, um, so it, I don't think they've completely given up, but maybe are not as detailed yeah. about it as they were. They did. They did show one thing though. They showed that. Uh, um, who was it? It was uh, Juliet. Juliet always, always had a gun, a gun. Yeah. and and there was one time when she actually handed the gun off to somebody. But she still had a gun. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. So I don't know if that's a mix up or what or. But anyway, that that's pretty interesting that right. Juliet, no matter what, she's always, always got a gun. Always. So that was kind of fun. Um, there was they were talking about how um, how the regular um cast would rather use a nine millimeter because it's easier to hold and easier to handle and i liked hearing evangeline lily talk about how you know if i have to take it apart you know dissemble it or fire it i feel like a fraud you know but if i just need to pose and and hold it and look cool that's okay but um and then there was there was a part where where josh was talking josh holloway was talking about how um there is this one part where he is has i'm sorry i'm so distracted because cliff is like fetching for something he dropped on the floor sorry about that and i look over and all i see is like your arm you know doing the whole balance me wave yeah sorry about that but um so josh holloway is talking about the scene where he's got this massive gun and i l7 i think was it an l7 okay and um and there's a scene where saeed tosses it to him and it's heavy and it's heavy and so it I mean, he, I mean, he has to grab it like it's nothing. And then he flops it down on his shoulder and he said his whole shoulder was bruised, you yeah. know, for a while. So and he, and, and one of the and he will never guys, disrespect that gun again. Yeah. One of the prop guys, though, goes on. It's like, man, I hear about this from him every single day yeah. <laughs> about how heavy this gun yeah. is. So, um, so that was fun. That that was a fun little clip. Yeah. Now the next one bored Cliff to tears. No, not but to I tears. Enjoyed it. I just about halfway through, the it was getting hot upstairs. I'm getting mm-hmm. tired, and the nice peaceful music was like. <sighs> it, it, you didn't see. I don't. I think that because you were hot and tired, that you didn't get to. Um, experience it the way that I did. Okay, I enjoyed it so much. So it was all about the soundtrack. Um, it's titled The Soundtrack of Survival, um, composing for character conflict and the crash. And so it's all about the composing of the of the show. And I know I'm going to... Um, Michael, please don't take a picture of me. <laughs> well, that's not his last name. Is it... Um, Michael, please. Giacchino or something? Giacchino? Giacchino? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. I know. You know what? While, I, while we were watching it, I 
was repeating his name over and over to myself, yeah. and I knew that by the time well, we everybody got listening here, to this podcast knows his name by now, we would so. that I would forget how to pronounce it. So anyway, it was mostly interviewing with with Michael about um, composing of the show mm-hmm. and how they kept getting a phone call from the Honolulu Pops Symphony Orchestra, and they really wanted to do a show with this music and all about the creating of this concert. Because the the way that the the way that it is composed for television is not applicable to a concert, and so they had to change a lot of it. And well, the thing is, is that they piece it together. They don't and, use the full orchestra for right. the show, is what it is. And I know. so they had a full orchestra. And it's like they'd have half their people with nothing to do. So they they had to rewrite some of it. Isn't that what I just said? I don't know. I was just, playing with your camera. Pay attention. Come on You now. asked me to do this. I'm doing it and I'm into it and you're not even paying attention. I am paying attention. I was just adding a little extra to what you were saying. And if I accidentally repeated everything, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think you repeated it word for word. Anyways, I really enjoyed watching the soundtrack I enjoyed part, it too. But it is a little long. It, so it maybe watch long. it first and then go into the other stuff. Maybe. Uh, so next you got the bloopers, which are... So fun because it just reminds you that they do have fun yeah. while they're recording all of this intense, you know, such as forgetting a line or there were several people who dropped their gun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just. Um, see, I didn't see anybody drop their gun. Did yeah, they? I think there's there's one or two clips okay. where somebody. Yeah. I, I was actually a little bit let down by the lost bloopers. Oh. I, I didn't. I mean, sure, it showed that they were having fun. But I didn't see any like real bloopers, like you know, I, like what? I don't I mean, know. Misspeaking your line is a real blooper. Is yeah, that just not yeah. good enough for you? You know, I I did like where um oh gosh, Desmond says, you know, this is this is yeah. Jack, <laughs> this, is, this Kate, is Kate, this, this is Son, this, this is, is Naveen. Naveen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that, funny. See, that's good. But um, I I know what I what I'm missing is is that I like the one ones where they try to do the scene. And then there's just this gut busting laughter, mm-hmm. and then they try to do it again, and there's gut, but there's none of that. Well, that's the, because the scene is nothing to laugh over. Well, you the, know, the, when they almost had when it with Hurley and Hurley about killing and someone Ben eating the chocolate bar. They could have had okay. something there, but they. Well, I am so sorry that for you, Jorge Garcia and Michael Emerson did fun. Did, they just didn't find it funny enough to laugh Come as on, hard guys. as would be appropriate for you. So sorry. Anyway. I liked it. Lost it's just bloopers. a reminder. They have a good time. There wasn't you know, enough they of do, them. They do mess up sometimes. So then we get into the last probably overrated um, part of the disc for me, which is deleted scenes. Yeah. There's only one that should have been left in. Exactly. Let's go ahead and talk about them. Uh, thinking ahead, what was that about? That was um, showed Sawyer and Juliet. They are um, leaning or Sawyer is leaning up against the... The Hurley Mobile, the, the van, and he's His drinking. blunt object. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Um, talking about how that's a reference to the gun, to the right to bear arms, where Hurley hasn't 
had a gun, he he's much better with blunt objects, and then he runs over the guy with the van. So, right. um, anyway, so Sawyer's leaning up against the van. He's drinking a beer. Joliet's like digging a hole in the dirt, and she's like, "How many of those are you going to drink? How many are we going to have?" I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but um, why not? You're only missing one line now. Now the line is: So, what are you going to tell them? What? What are you going to tell them? You know, the Oceanic people are going to come in with their clipboard. See, I I mean that's. Yeah, I just basically the they thing. were thinking of Ed. Yeah, you know, what so, kind of story are you yeah. going to tell? It was kind of boring. It, it was boring and it didn't work. And so there's good um, reason they took it out. We move into Lucky Guess, which is Saeed, Miles, and Kate. I like that scene though. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, no. there's a second one I think I would have liked to seen in there. All right. He, I did. I thought it was cheesy. No, but. he and you say you think he was talking to dead people. I don't I think said so. He was ghost busting again. Ghost He's busting. Doing his I, whole. I don't. I think it wasn't about dead people. I think basically what happened is is that you know there was the scene where um, Kimi made uh, what's her name uh, Alex open it. Yeah. And he was sensing that energy there. Oh, okay. And, and so it wasn't dead people or anything like that. It wasn't the whispers. <gasps> it was, he I'm... was sense. It's like, wow. Okay. So it, it was as though it's like, okay, I see this happening. Oh, and then this ha- and oh, they walked, they walked through. Okay. And so that I, I really like that scene. Did I, you? I, oh yeah. All right. In so fact, anyway, I it's think all about turning been. off the. Turning off the fence and... Uh, and he walked through it and he's like, and, how did you know? Like, eh, lucky guess. Lucky guess. Right. So anyway. I think they should have left that one in, honestly. All right. So the next the next episode is... Or clip is between Hurley and Sawyer and, you know, the roommates. It's titled, I Know Chicken. And Sawyer takes uh, some chicken out of the fridge. Hurley says, no, that's still good. Trust me, I know chicken or <laughs> something right. like that. And then they just kind of... You know, banter back and forth like roommates do. Yeah. And then there's there's a little talk about Sawyer being upset because Kate won't talk to her or something like yeah. that. And he says, don't worry, man. She'll, She'll forgive, forgive you. you. And, he, and he calls her doc, he calls Hurley Dr. Ruth. Yeah. I didn't know I was rooming with Dr. Ruth. <laughs> exactly. And then he says, you wearing cologne? Yeah, he goes, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. So next. Which we- seemed a little out of character for Hurley to be all of a sudden so chipper and stuff right you know, he's still suffering from lots of crazy stuff happening seriously anyway. so then we move into unpopular decision what was that one again that is where um john brings ben up from the basement and lets him use the bathroom it was stupid. It, it was stupid yeah yeah um okay next we have desert stash this should. is the one that so should have been in there they so should have had this completely scene in there. explain um, what happened there so Steph. they show ben in the desert in tanzania in tanzania he is riding on his horse he comes to um like a small rock wall and um loosens a rock and reaches and pulls out a baggie full of cash um in different um from different countries and several passports. Passports, yeah. And he takes them out of the bag and sticks them in his bag and rides off. As if he knew he was going to be there and yes. need those things. So that one was really cool. Yep. Really cool. I really like that. And we got um, Claire's vision. Yeah. Which is um, after the explosion and Sawyer brings her back to the house. Um, she is unconscious. Hurley sitting by her bed. Aaron is at the foot of the bed in a laundry basket. Mm-hmm. Which, anyway, at least put the basket on the floor. The way the basket tumbles off. <laughs> anyway, so um, she wakes up and she, you know, is kind of gaining 
you can tell she's coming to. She looks at Hurley and she says, what's my dad doing here? Or why is my dad here? Or something like that. Hurley scans the room, says there's nobody here. And then she asks, are we dead? Yeah. And he says, I hope not because... Um, if this is heaven, it sucks or If something. this is heaven, it's something like that. Um, we've got trust with Kate and Juliet. And Kate is coming to Juliet and telling her that something's wrong with Jack. He won't tell me what. Um, you need to go find out and because yeah, he it, trusts you. Basically, so. they call this a deleted scene, but there was a scene. Wasn't ex- there one there was, very similar? If to, it wasn't yeah. this exact scene, it was there was one that was identical to it right. or that they did put in. So it, it seemed kind of stupid that they put it in as a deleted scene. Right. Because I, I strictly recall seeing this scene. Unless we saw this scene on ABC Good Morning America or something. I don't know. You know how they sometimes yeah, will no. share a deleted scene? Yeah, but we usually forget to set our recorder yeah. and watch that. Anyway. So, but yeah, I remember something similar to this. Where I've seen it at, I don't know. All right. Church um, arrival. Church arrival is what appears to be everyone arriving at um, Christian's funeral. Mm-hmm. Because Jack holds that funeral for him after they all get back. And... um it just kind of shows, you know, Kate and, and Hurley walking up the steps meeting Saeed and Nadia. Mm-hmm. Nadia tells Kate that the baby looks just like her. Yeah. And she kind of gives Hurley that just, you yeah. know, knowingly suspicious look. Mm-hmm. Like they're hiding something. Have you heard from son? No. And then they all go in. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's pretty much it. And um, then the last one. Is really goofy. It is Lost Journal. It's where Faraday, he lost his journal and he turned to, you know, he's looking through his his uh, backpack for it. He turns to Miles and says, hey, have you seen my journal? And then, um, he, you know, he, he describes it about this big leather on the front. And, and so then Miles describes it back to him. You mean the one that's got all these, you know, mathematical equations and research about Dharma and, and Faraday's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles says, no, I haven't seen it and walks away. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. It was pretty goofy. So, so folks, that is the first bonus disc. There you have disc it. Disc number five of uh, the season four DVD set. <laughs> <laughs> here on episode 182 of the weekly loss podcast yeah but uh yeah we only got a couple weeks now until lost returns mm-hmm. and we're very excited about that and if you haven't heard already um i just want to make an announcement real quick uh that i'm going to be going to las vegas here in uh le- just over a week now i will be uh leaving uh, from Jan- or, yeah january 7th through the 11th and I want to invite you to check out podcastanswerman.com uh, during those days as I will be doing lots of reporting from Las Vegas of the Consumer Electronics Show. Also, um, there's still time for you to be aware of the fact that we are doing a 24-hour podcast marathon, 24 hours of back-to-back live recording of podcasts over at gspn.tv slash live. And, uh, of course, if you want to travel to the uh, lost capital of Kentucky, the Hebron, Kentucky area, we invite you, of course, to come and party with us for the season five premiere party of Lost on January 21st. Anything else, Stephanie, that we think we ought to be telling folks here? No. All right. So Stephanie and I will eventually get into the bonus disc number two. 
and we will share with you some more information as we watch those. Right, Steph? Yeah. All right. What's wrong? Well, Is it, I was, are you going to share something no, here for the show? Is that what's going on? Or no, I was looking. Um, I was looking for the countdown mm-hmm. to season five, and I got twenty-five days. Could that possibly be right? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, only four more days till the end of the year. Wow, nifty. Yeah. All, All right. right, so there you go. Folks, thank you for listening to the Weekly Loss Podcast, and thank you for being a Plus member. You guys totally rock, and we love you. Absolutely. Until next time, Stephanie, stay Stay lost. lost.